from the ashes of obscurity, from the depths of childcare, doctorate getting, and narcotic fandom, the podcast Phoenix rises once again. This is the Hell Chat. <laughs> yes, much like CM Punk returning to WWE, hell has frozen over within the Hell Chat because we are doing another episode. Oh my goodness, it is a modern day post Thanksgiving miracle that we are coming with the Hell Chat episode two. Um, we, I think we said from the very beginning when we re, relaunched this podcast that it was going to be a little more sporadic than what our listeners were probably used to. We used to have a pretty stringent schedule of doing one a week. You know, Dennis is still on the tail end of earning his doctorate. Usit is doing his new job. I obviously am experiencing the life of fatherhood. So life comes in the way. It's but okay. With piece of cake, absolutely. Hi, Aaron. Um, but uh, but as always, we try to deliver to our fans, fan Jerry, to uh, d- to deliver a show for you on a somewhat, somewhat very loosely consistent basis. Uh, episode two of the Hell Chat is live. Thank you if you're watching us live or watching us on demand on YouTube. We appreciate it. Um, a couple of quick things before we get right into the show. Remember to follow us on social media. We have some new social media links. We are on X Twitter at the Hell Chat. Um, we have YouTube's done this weird thing where they've done the at sign thing now too, along with with X. So we are at YouTube.com/slash at the hell chat which it's weird but whatever it's the little at sign and of course facebook look for the hell chat on facebook we're a group and you can add there and get all the announcements of shows when we finally start game streaming again um all that good stuff so social media and of course make sure you check out our website hellchat.wtf Make sure you bookmark it. That's where you can find all things Hellchat, our game streams, our podcasts, whatever can be found there at hellchat.wtf. Check us out. Bookmark us. Gentlemen, it's been a hot minute. What did I say? Two shows in three weeks. So we're on episode two within three weeks. We're working on something here to get the show going. Um, Thanksgiving has come and gone. Um, I went on an insanely crazy L.A., Disneyland, Universal Studios, Disney Cruise excursion a week or so back. Uh, That's just all I can say about that, but I'll go into that detail later on. We got some Thanksgiving talk, post-Thanksgiving talk about food, what stays and what goes. Um, That was proposed by our good friend Matt McVicker in uh, our actual Hell Chat on Facebook that we communicate on. Um, Quite an interesting uh, discussion that uh, we all partook in, you know, and I, I felt betrayed by my dear friend who I grew up with, Matt, who claimed a certain food should not be included on there. And I just completely like, do I even know you at this point? Because that's just ridiculous to exclude this one food, which is incredible. And of course, we got some gaming updates. Obviously, we're big gamers, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some gaming stuff going on. And then music, lots of music talk on this show as well. Well, gentlemen, how have you been? Quick update on since we've uh, last met. Anything new in your lives? We will start with Dennis. Anything new, my friend? I, before we do that, I just want to point out that you mentioned Disneyland. Us and I had the same reaction of why. <laughs> so I, yeah, I think it's seriously. important. If, if, I, if so. I don't do it, the wife is not happy. So to be honest, I better just do it. So that's it. Um, it was a, you know, I'll just say, well, I'll get into a little bit. Um, interesting. I'll get into more detail in a little bit. Usid, what about you, my friend? 
Wait, what was your question? What? What, what, what? Was your question? <laughs> what is new with you since the last time we convened on this show? Oh, you know, man, I, I gotta be honest. I've been I've been living life on hard mode, man. I've been hitting the gym, been walking my ass off. I I, I sent the guys a um, picture of my burger I got from Five Guys, but I walked to Five Guys. Wait to wait to deprive yourself, Skippy. No, no. What are you? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, not. I mean, <sighs> we could get into this whole debate. Literally, the whole show would be In and Out versus Five Guys, or In and Out versus. Or oh no, I wasn't. I wasn't even going. I swear to God, I wasn't going with that angle. What I was saying was, oh, you know, you say you're talking about working out, getting in better shape, yet you'll want to go eat five guys, which, you know, that's as long as it's in my macros, man, (laughs) it's fine. You know, it works out. Well, if you ditch the bun, you got a protein burger. So there you go. The thing is, like, I always like to get with all the toppings. So if there's no bun, it just disintegrates into nothingness. You know, it just like falls apart in your fucking hands. (laughs) But just um, lean into going overboard. Go with the bun, all the cheese and everything. If you're going to do it, then you got to exactly, do it. Exactly, exactly. You know and I, mean? I didn't – I had like soup for lunch, man. I had fucking soup for lunch. What kind of soup okay. did you enjoy? Chicken tortilla. Oh, excellent. That's always a good choice. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was healthy, man. It was, it, was, it was relatively healthy. But anyways, yeah, man, I've been fucking working. I got a job again. Like, oh, we already said that last episode. Yes. Cool. Yeah, really nothing. Are you sure you didn't have chicken tortilla? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> to- chicken tortilla. That's a new flavor out out of the dispensary. I wish, man, you know, I just, you know, I can't do that shit on the job, man. I cannot be high and work, man. That would would not be nice for for anybody. But um, sure, wish I could sometimes. To tell you that much, I like do I do? I'm doing like IT work, and um, it's, it's it can be a nightmare. Like like IT is just a lot of customer support, listening to people bitch at you. Um, but for the most part, I think um. Everyone seems to get along with me pretty well. It, it's going well, so I'm in a good spot. Honestly, I'm on the up and up. Well, um, I mean, you're I, a likable guy IT. to begin with, so I mean, yeah, I, I, exactly. I, and naturally, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying you're a likable guy. We're in high tea. <laughs> He's losing it already. He's off. He muted his mic, and he didn't want to laugh so loud at that. Do I look uh, high. I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> you look like you're a master hacker inside your little database there. That's what's really it looks like. <laughs> I just like being surrounded by green light, you know? <laughs> <laughs> green. <laughs> green guy. Like, my cousin, he has like these color changing lights installed in my living room. They're like controlled by an app, but the motherfucker, he has them on his phone only. So it's like, it's just like those random colors and shit. I can't even fucking control it. But I could make it green. I could have some cool lighting effects for, for next episode. If I wanted to, they have, um, it's crazy. We're talking about the Elgato Corporation. Like they have so much hardware and now there's software that goes in line like i used to remember the little steam deck that i or the stream deck that i had the little with the buttons and all that stuff they yeah, incorporated yeah. that now into an ipad app so i have i just use my ipad and do the same function so we have our usual sound <laughs> but on top of it if i had one of their lights which costs like 150 bucks which i'm not going to buy that's overkill but um, I could control the, the 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 density of the light. I can control the color, like all of that on there. So that's that's a thing more so than anything. I just have a standard like ring light that I use. But um, it's crazy how I mean streaming. There's no money in it. Um, but the fact that they have so much 
quality product. Like I have the, the mic still, the, the Wave 3 mic. I got the new webcam that Elgato put out. And it's all about the software, it seems really, because you can do all kinds of trippy light effects and all that yeah. stuff. So um, all in on that again. So if you ever want to do a podcast and if you want the initial startup cost, you know, go with the Elgato Corporation. They definitely have a stranglehold on it. Um, but lighting effects. So there you go. That's yeah. straight from enough, you know, honest and then, review. And then if, if you are a chick and you just uh, try to get some simps on Twitch to get you all the stuff for free, you're set. You don't have to worry about it. If you're a semi-attractive woman, you're good. But for us schlubs, us middle-aged men who have zero attractiveness to ourselves, we got to do it the hard way. So there we go. Except for us. And us is just dead sexy. Look at, look at him in that black shirt and that. What kind of watch is that that you're wearing? It's like a Google smartwatch, bro. Oh, I like a little so is it better, better than my Apple watch is what you're trying to say? No, 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 no. But my dad got me this because he didn't want me to have a heart attack and die before I was 40. Oh, but it's working out great, man. Like I got a notification today that I've, I've got it like eight months ago and I got a notification that said I've walked the entire length of New Zealand. You know, oh. It was like 990 miles. I told my mom, I, I saw the entire set of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> You saw Peter Jackson too while you're at it. Exactly. Sure. I like went all the way to fucking Mordor, you know? Like that's a trek. Like they burned a lot of calories on that fucking adventure, you know it, man. Like he was cheering for you the whole time as you were walking to New Zealand. The whole time it was Peter Jackson rooting us at Syed on as he was walking and didn't get that notification. Went to the fires of Mordor in order to light the one blunt. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wouldn't throw it away you just smoked it away didn't throw it I'm into like, the pit no, yeah. start hitting it. <laughs> i beg to differ <laughs> absolutely all right gentlemen so uh let's just get into uh my little trip to disneyland so this was something um we had planned in a while and it manifested from originally just being a disney cruise because that's what we talked about we had never gone on a cruise and i figured well why don't we kill two birds with one stone go on the Disney cruise, we can bring the kids with us and we'll still have, you know, the experience of the cruise. Um, but that was well before we decided to take in a foreign exchange student. And, you know, usually what I've learned when you bring in someone from another country and you take them in before a year and whatnot, you want them to have the full American experience. You want them to experience everything that America has to offer, all the sights, all the sounds, all the events, all that good stuff. We're like, okay, going to on a cruise ship is one thing, but it's like, well, we're already going to be in SoCal anyway. Let's just go all in. And that's exactly what we did. So it was a six-day excursion to Southern California and then to Ensenada, Mexico. We started Tuesday in L.A. We drove from the airport in LAX all the way to Hollywood. We did the whole Hollywood tour thing. We walked down Sunset Boulevard, looked at all of the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame. I was so bummed. I didn't see Trump's star. I wanted just to give the biggest cheese dick smile with a thumbs up right next to it and take a picture. Aww, but unfortunately, man. we just did not find it. Uh, I had no idea where it was, so we just kept walking. But I saw Hank Williams, saw uh, Jack Black, Ludacris, uh Danny Bonaducci, I think, was on there. So, uh, yeah, just a bunch of random stars we walked by. The dude from... Uh, like, how, how long does it actually go for the Walk of Fame? Well, it's I think it's all of Sunset Boulevard, so it's however long that street was. It's the length um, of New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. It was that you walk New Zealand and you get the whole... All the stars are all right I there. like Sunset Boulevard. I saw every actor who's ever existed. <laughs> it, it was pretty wild to be walking down there. And I fully, I fully expected to see 
like homeless tents and shit because that's pretty much the the jive of california right now but no sunset boulevard was relatively clean so i don't know if just maybe they were elsewhere or whatnot maybe i mean we're probably probably skid row i'd imagine so um anyway so we did the whole uh, we went down beverly hills we went on like the hollywood bus tour and they drove us around all like the celebrity houses that our tour guide was telling us that he would always go down um it's not rodeo drive it's uh mulholland drive where apparently Rihanna lives and they would, nice. he always drove by it. And I guess one time a security guard came up and tried to like punch the tour guide when he was given another tour. And he said, get the hell out of here. And he just, all he did was like spun off, almost ran the dude over and just spun off in his bus. And the people in the bus were like freaking out. But I'd be like, I'd be partying. Cause it's like, this is the coolest thing that's probably happened on this tour. So you got Rihanna's tour or uh, Rihanna's uh, security guard coming after you, threatening with your life. Where, how are you not entertained at this point? I would be. So that's all part of the tour, I would imagine. But yeah, we went, we drove by uh, Rihanna's house. We drove by John Legend's house and uh, Chrissy Teigen. That's how you say your name right here. They're married, right? They're the couple. They're the power couple. The liberals. The liberals. I wasn't going with that, Usid, but okay. You're, I could sense it. I could sense it. I was twitching a little bit. Hey, you know, liberal, liberal or not, Chrissy Teigen, who. A plus. She's 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 a good looking gal. Um, and what I I think uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s house we drove by, um, and I'm blanking on some other ones. It was it, it's been like two weeks since we went. Um, we went there. We did the Hollywood sign gimmick. We went down Beverly Hills and we saw all the fancy houses there. Um, lots of people walking their dogs, man. That's like the pastime in that area. Just people walking their little frou frou dogs. Um, and that must be the social circle of that area. Um, so we went through that and then we drove, it, it was pathetic. It was 20 miles away to our hotel room in Anaheim, but it took us an hour and a half because of the God damn traffic. I do not know how people in LA or San Francisco or any other populated area in this country can tolerate that shit because I was going ballistic. Oh, and on top of it, our wonderful children, uh, were screaming the whole time, would not take a nap. This was, you know, about 8.30 at night. And uh, my lovely youngest daughter, Scarlett, two-year-old Scarlett, opened the door in the car three times where we thought we locked the damn door. She kept opening it. I literally was about to pull a Chris Benoit. I mean, I was just out of my mind. I don't know. This kid's going to be the death of me. We didn't have a clip of fucking Michael Douglas and falling down. You almost had a falling down moment for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like in the, in the whammy burger. And all of a sudden the door opens and I'm like, are you kidding me? Do we need a wreck on top of all this nonsense? And it's just, it just was killing me. And all of a sudden, the third time she opened the door, I just started hearing this. If you know where that's from, you get it. Um, No, I don't know what that's from. Oh, oh, it's, oh, Chris, oh, it's Chris Benoit's oh, theme song. Yeah, I just realized. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Losing it. Oh God, that's that's policy is wow. That's it is bad people for laughing at this. Oh man, that's horrible. I shouldn't make a joke like that. But no, it was just. I heard he was a nice guy. And he was a nice man. guy. He was a good dude. He was good for the business. But you know, just outside of that killing family incident, hey, you know what can you do? Um, all make equally talented in, in the ring. And reprehensible outside of it. Mm-hmm. So, 
Oh, man, that's a whole, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Honestly, there's so much of that shit going on lately with it. it uh, the whole uh, family annihilation thing that goes on with like like dads are just at their wits end and they just wipe everybody out and it's like god i don't care how pissed like one person can get there's just no justification for even getting to that point like i don't understand i could be livid at my kids but that thought would never even enter my mind i would i would literally go outside scream and then drink a beer and then come back in call it good but some guys are just unhinged so yeah that was day one going to hollywood and then day two was disneyland it was, you know, it's weird. Now, I don't know if you guys have been to Disneyland lately. I don't know when was the last time you guys have gone or have ever gone. Um, it used to be you could jump back and forth between the two parks. So there's Disneyland, which is the old school one, and then California Adventure. So you had both of those parks. You used to be able to jump back and forth at will between the two of them. But I guess since COVID, they decided to, you could only be in one park for one day. So the first day we were only in Disneyland and then the next day we went to California Adventure and um, they definitely, since buying like Marvel and Star Wars and all that, California Adventure is pretty much Disneyland teenage adult and Disneyland is for the actual kids because it seems like to me we did a lot more at Disneyland with riding the rides and everybody getting on a ride than we did at uh, California Adventure. Because California Adventure, they had Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, they had the Spider-Man, uh, uh, the web bots, or the Spider-Bot uh, Adventure. That one was actually really cool. Because what they did was, it was basically AR. And you did the the web sling and stuff to try to get all the, the Spider-Bots from overpopulating and everything. That one was really cool. And then they had, they had cars. They had all kinds of stuff. So um, Disneyland, like... <sighs> If you've got your young kids like I do, it makes sense. But I, I almost feel like my youngest was just too young. She's two years old. She's not going to remember any of it. She got to ride some of the stuff. But, I mean, there's only – a kid that young can only go for so long before they just start getting restless, start wanting to go back and take a nap. And it was it was just a struggle all day trying to get them to stay focused. Let's have fun. Let's go here. And yeah, it was it was madness. But I would say, did you say focus? Focus, uh, yeah. But I did, see. I'm only I only got two sound effects, and I've got to replenish this because I don't have the little spring sound effect that we used to have. I don't have Mario saying Peach. I don't have any of that. So I have to pull those up again at some point. Um, I don't know. Maybe Jerry. Jerry, job. There you go. You want to be a junior producer? Find those sound clips for me and send them to me. Oh, oh speaking of which, God damn it, I'm horrible. Um, Jerry. Uh, because he was so excited that we are doing uh, the show again. He did a little platelet here. Now, if you're a Michael O'Mara show fan, you may recognize this, but this is from the mind and the talents of Jerry Hillman. Real quick, and I'll get back to Disneyland. <laughs> Hello, kitties. Tis I, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, old scratch. Or as the people in Latin America would call me, El Diablo. <laughs> Stop me by to get my ringing endorsement for the Hell Jets. Welcome back, boys. I know you wouldn't be gone for very long. Spraying chaos and debauchery is in your very nature, which I may have had a part in, by the way. Especially you, Acid. Your writings <laughs> even give the Prince of oh, oh, oh. nightmares. I may have a job for you when you get down here. Oh, which reminds me, all your reservations have been confirmed, because as we all know, you've all experienced transgressions. <laughs> Get to 
president. <laughs> you know what's funny too is that us it probably doesn't even get that reference. But you know David Cassidy? Do you remember him? No. No, he was he was one he was on the Partridge family, right? That was his thing. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not that old. Okay, well, you know, neither am I, but at least I know that. Um, Jack Cassidy was his dad. Jack Cassidy was kind of a deviant. He would always, you know, be into his drinking and his drugs and whatnot. And it was a platelet uh-huh. on on the Mike O'Mara show where Mike would always do that. It's always pretty funny. So Jerry tried to un- unleash his inner Jack Cassidy and do that because um, it's assumed that Jack Cassidy is in hell and we're the hell chat. So there it is. It comes full circle. So thank you, Jerry, for that. He always likes doing those little platelets for us. Um, but back to Disneyland. You know, the 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 vibe that Disneyland gives now is that it is an expensive trip. And it is, but I don't think it's as bad if you don't, like, if you stay at a hotel, like, off campus of Disneyland, if that makes sense. Because there's, there's the Grand Californian Hotel, which is right on Disneyland. Like, it's right there in the park. So, and you're paying, if you're there for two or three days, you're paying close to, you know, six, seven grand just to stay there. Um, there's also the Disneyland hotel and there's other ones around, but if you get to a hotel that's like literally a walk or two away, like not even a block, like you can go right down there and be good. You could save a lot of money. Like we stayed at a Hampton and it it was just as nice as any other hotel. We had good rooms, good beds. We slept well. And it was just a little shuttle ride right to the, right to the park. It wasn't a big deal. So if there's any people out there that are, thinking about going to Disneyland in the near future, definitely don't stay on the Disneyland park. Just go to one of the surrounding hotels. There's a million of them and you'll save a ton of money. Um, and it'll offset all the ton of money that you'll spend while you're at Disneyland. Cause God knows. I was going to ask you how much was your total co- How much does this whole fucking trip cost you? I could not tell you because that was my wife's planning. She planned all okay. this. I said, you plan okay. it, you spend it. Um, I want to say if I am, giving a, an extremely rough estimate if I combine Disneyland, if I combine Universal Studios, which we'll talk about next, and if I combine the cruise, 10 grand around. That's what I was guessing. That's yeah. really not, I mean, you did a lot, man. Yeah, we did, we did, did a, a ton. The whole family. In six days, we did, we did all this. So that day four, or day three maybe, yeah, day, day four. We went to Universal Studios. Now, this is where I think I had the most fun. Unfortunately for Scarlett, my youngest, she could not ride any of the rides. She was just too short, which, I mean, whatever. She doesn't give a shit anyway. Um, But there were some of the the best rides of all, like Jurassic World, like 10 out of 10. Uh, The Mummy, which is basically Universal Studios' version of um, Space Mountain. That's like their space. Well, was the Jurassic World one? Was that the water? Was that the water one? It's the water the one. It's where you're slowly going through the park, and then there's a breakout with the V-Rex breaks out, and then the T-Rex comes and tries to bite you, but then you dive down right at the last. That drop is insane, yeah. isn't it? That's that aw- it's drop. awesome. Dude, I did that thing four times with my dad. It's such, one of the best rides I've ever been in my life. I love that Jurassic Park one. So that one, that one was awesome. Uh, Transformers was really oh. good. Transformers oh. was a blast, and. Um, that was like another uh, 3D AR type of deal where you go through and it's like you go through the entire city and Optimus and Megatron are fighting and Starscream comes at you and all that. Dennis. Hey, here's my big question. Tell me about the wait times for all the places. How good or not good were they? So with Disneyland, it was 
Like if you got the little genie pass gimmick that uh, I guess everybody pays for now, you can reserve your spot within a time window to go on the ride and you don't have to wait that long. But if you forego that and you just go, okay, I'm going to wait in line. The wait times were about an hour. And that's a long freaking time when you, got, when you got two kids. So the genie, it's called the genie pass or genie plus or what. I don't know what the hell it's called. They have so many gimmicks now. Um, I definitely recommend doing that. It was 50-50 with that. But at Universal Studios, they have the same deal. And um, you get a essentially a free pass for every ride to skip the line at least once for every ride in the park. That was worth it. That was 100% worth it. So if you go to Universal Studios, I can't tell you the name of what the what the name of the program is or whatever, but get their equivalent to the Genie Plus or the Fast Pass or whatever the hell it's called because that will that is worth its its money. And they also do a thing called um, Child Swap where if like you got to stay with one kid and the other one goes on, you could uh, quickly swap the other parent can go with the other uh, child and you go right straight ahead. Like you can do, you could essentially do it twice if you wanted to. So it's really, uh, it was really a sweet deal in Universal Studios. Um, what I, the one thing I was actually disappointed in though was Super Nintendo World. And why, oh. I, why I say that is that they definitely nailed the aesthetic and it definitely looks like Mario Mushroom Kingdom. But that's all it was, was Mario. There was no Zelda, there was no Metroid, there was no Pikmin or anything like that. It was just Mario. There was only one real ride in this entire area, and it was the Mario Kart uh, battle with, against Bowser's team, which it was cool. It was another one of those you throw um, your items at Bowser's team and you try to prevent them from crossing the finish line before you. So that was cool. But that was the only ride. That one was not available on the little Fast Pass gimmick that they had, and we that was like an hour and a half that we had to wait on that one. And we got there. We got early access. We got there right when it opened before it actually an hour before the general public can go in. And we still waited that long to go in there. And then on top of it, the entire area itself was so small. Like once we came out of the, of the Mario Kart ride, it was shoulder to shoulder people. And it was horrible. Like I had to navigate and push through and try to get through all this just to get to the exit. It was such a small contained area. That is probably the biggest flaw of Universal is not making Super Nintendo World because that's a huge draw. Like Nintendo and Mario is such a huge draw. How do you not make that its own huge section of the park? That's what I don't understand. It's just a tiny little blip of the lower lot. They call them. They're going by lots. So the lower lot was like Jurassic World, Transformers, Mummy, Super Nintendo World, all those on the lower lot. The middle lot was um, The Simpsons and Harry Potter. So, um, that was really cool too, going through the Simpsons and Springfield and all that. And I, I had a beer at most tavern. So that was, that was my, uh, my claim to fame right there. I believe it was Bo's cavern. And it was a delicious IPA, Dennis, your favorite. Mmm. So delicious. Dennis yeah. IPAs now. Don't you like IPAs now, Dennis? I thought they grew on you. I just, I just feel nothing anymore. <laughs> Dead inside. <laughs> no, no enjoyment whatsoever. What should, what shall we say about that? Um, and then on the upper lot is where like they have the Hollywood tour and they have like a, more of the kids rides like minions and, uh, uh, secret life of pets and stuff like that. Um, I definitely had the most fun at universal studios. I think that if you have semi older kids, like if they're like eight, 10 years old, that's, they would dig that a lot. 
Um, Harry Potter, uh, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I don't care. Um, the one thing I can say about Harry Potter, we ate in the little restaurant that's there, and I had bangers and mash. That was the one thing that I had there. I never had bangers and mash, which is just sausage and mashed potatoes, whatever. Um, but, you know, I had true. So good. Oh, delicious. Um, I had that. I had my few bites that I was allowed to have, and then um, went home. Then we drove all the way back, because Universal Studios is, like, way away from uh, Anaheim, where Disneyland was, and that's where our hotel was, was in Anaheim. So that was another hour and a half drive, going through traffic, going back and forth. And then it was off to San Diego, and I got a funny story to go with that. San Diego, where our cruise was for our Disney cruise, two-day Disney cruise to Ensenada, Mexico. Um, what was funny is that once we, <laughs> once we got to San Diego, of course, I say the famous Anchorman line. Oh, we're in San Diego, also known as the Whale's Vagina, as they say in the movie. And what does my darling five-year-old daughter, Karina, say? It's like, we're in Whale's Vagina? And like, so I had to explain, okay, we can't say that because it's not nice. And so I can, I'm just waiting for the phone call from school. Um, Mr. Chirac, your daughter said something inappropriate about a whale's vagina. We need to kind of have a discussion with that. I'm like, yeah, sorry, my bad. I'm just waiting for that to happen because she's a sponge. Um, but yeah, we drove to San Diego, got on our, uh, our ship, which was honestly very, very nice. And I had never been on a cruise ship. I, the one thing I was worried about was the um the was seasickness i had never been on a cruise ship i did not want to expect i didn't feel a thing it was great i didn't need dramamine or anything like that um and it was just it was a lot of fun because there was a lot of stuff for kids but there was some stuff for adults too there were bars there was some gambling they had a little bit of a casino going on um they had a, a whole sports bar so i watched the niners play so it was cool and i was conversing with a bunch of people in there watching um Really quick cruise. Ensenada's pretty nice, but don't venture beyond the, the resort areas of Ensenada. Like you would go on any sort of cruise or anything. Stay within the resort. Stay within the tourist areas because if you go beyond that, then it's you're kind of in no man's land when you're in Mexico. Um, but Ensenada was really nice. It was a quick little trip. And then we, after that, went back, flew home, and I kissed the floor that I uh, walked into my house because it was so grateful to be back home in a controlled environment where I am not chasing through crowds and crowds of people just to contain my children. So overall, I give the trip an 8 out of 10. It was fun to kind of get out of Dodge. It was the first real big trip as a family. But goddamn, it was a practice in patience. And it was almost like, yeah, now I need a, uh, I need a vacation from the trip. Because it should have been a vacation, but it was not relaxing in the slightest. So I recommend anybody that has children, please wait till your children are older. Do not make the mistake that I did and have your kids go at five and two. Um, it, it, it was insane. I was happy to do it for our foreign exchange student. The, she was able to see the, all the sites, Hollywood, everything. Um, but if it's just you and your family, just wait till they're older. I implore you, wait until they are older to enjoy it. And remember it. I didn't go to Disneyland when I was a kid until I was like in sixth grade. That was the first time that I went. So I remember when I went and I just know, I mean, I definitely know my, you know, my youngest won't remember. I don't know about my oldest, but it was quite the excursion. So there it is. It was, it was fun, but it was definitely taxing. And I think the next time we go, it'll probably be a lot better because our kids will be older. Thank you. Oh God, you're going to go again. You're going to seriously going to do it to yourself again, dude. It's oh, when God. you, when you're married, you don't have a choice. 
Oh, gee, it's funny because like you're talking about like, oh yeah, you can stay here, and it would it would be so much cheaper if you don't stay inside the resort. And I could just see Dennis. I could just see the gears turning your head. And you're like, or you could just not go at all. Not you go. Know? Or or you could do that. Or you could just call the whole thing off and just get DoorDash. Just quit. <laughs> just quit. Right. Or you can quit. You can always quit. That that's the that, exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised, Dennis. You wouldn't capitalize on this because being the you know the surf that you are, why wouldn't you just use your one of your many rental properties as an Airbnb and boom, you get all the gullible saps as myself surf. paying for paying for your. Uh, Paying for your properties, you know. He's a landlord. Thank you very much. He's no surf. Well, you know what I mean. A servant. Yeah. Sorry. How dare you, landlord? I trans. I transposed the term. Fealty now. Oh man. Oh boy. Uh, Your crops are forfeit. (laughs) Listen, I'm not Matt. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Speaking of. (laughs) Or or James. Uh, Speaking of which, Matt in the actual hell chat. Brought up uh, an interesting debate, gentlemen. This is where uh, feedback is definitely needed. He posted a meme saying, eliminate one. And it was all about Thanksgiving food. Now, obviously, Thanksgiving has come and gone. Um, On this list, this list looks different than uh, the one that he posted. But it says, eliminate one in terms of Thanksgiving food. Turkey, number one is turkey. Two rolls, three mashed potatoes. Thank you for that bigger, Dennis. Uh, Four mac and cheese. Five stuffing, six pies, seven green bean casserole, eight ham, nine gravy. So one must go. And I initially said, um, I think it was actually on the other one, it said cornbread. It was either cornbread or rolls. And I said, yeah, I'd probably get rid of one of those. Freaking Matt, I cannot believe he says this. Get rid of macaroni and cheese. That's like one of the best foods you can have. What are you talking about? And he's like, if I can't put gravy on it, I'm not gonna like you can put gravy on mac and cheese if you want, for Christ's sake. What's what's the what's stopping you, my friend? Anyone go with with rolls over mac and cheese. I don't get it. Matt is a Matt's a different beast. Matt is just a different ball of wax, you know. He's just (laughs) he hates macaroni and cheese. He doesn't like the nice pictures that I send him out, out of love. He doesn't um acknowledge the fact. That no, I won't go there because that's an inside joke. But it's just you know, it's just interesting that he oh he was hating on Final Fantasy 16 because it's more of a Soulsborne game, which makes it a better series. It's not turn based anymore. But I just I don't understand the hate for mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is one of the all time great foods, not just for Thanksgiving but of all time. And I was deprived as a child of macaroni and cheese because my mom, my grandma, my aunt, and my cousin all hated cheese. So they never made macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving. It wasn't until we started having our own Thanksgivings that we started to implement macaroni and cheese, and it was the greatest decision that we've ever made when it comes to our own Thanksgivings. And my my humble opinion, if you don't like it, don't freaking eat it because that's just more for us, the, the real people that like good food. Macaroni and cheese is a keeper. So if I were to pick one on this list, it would either be rolls or ham. I can go without ham, whatever about ham. Um, but I, I love me stuffing or dressing, whatever you call it. Mashed potatoes you can never go wrong with. Macaroni and cheese. My smoked turkey can destroy any other turkey out there, so the turkey stays. Um, everything else on that list stays. Uh, Usid, what say you on this list? Okay, well, I'm, first of all, that list fucking sucks because <laughs> there was no cranberry sauce. There's no green bean casserole. And, this, of course, I'm going to say because I'm a fucking Muslim, of course I'm not going to eat ham. This one's on here, though. This one has uh, green bean casserole, though. 
It's a, oh, oh, oh. It's oh, a different one. I'm talking one. the meme that Matt sent. Instead, it had Joel Osteen in there. Joel Osteen. Yeah, that one, yeah. Well, he's a, keep, he's a keeper. I mean, he's a man of Christ. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the eye, man of capitalism. Dennis was almost like the Undertaker right there. His eyes just rolled completely back in his head. Was he the one who, like, didn't let people go into the churches when there's, like, flooding and shit? And yeah, sure wasn't it? Was it was one of the hurricanes. Yeah. And yeah. he he didn't offer, like, one of his many churches or houses to, like, let people stay there so they wouldn't get killed <laughs> by the hurricane. Being a member of his church and having donated, you know, regularly for like ten years or whatever, and then the floods come and then you're just screwed. Like <laughs> the the total oh, antithesis. Man. I was to say the total antithesis of what he should be—a giver—and he's not even doing Seriously. that. Seriously, Anyways, say, I'm pretty um, sure that Jesus said, "Just choose not to be poor." I'm, I'm pretty sure that's in the Bible. <laughs> in the Bible, right next to John three sixteen. By your bootstraps, by your sandal straps. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Oh God! Go yeah, ahead. I would say ham. I would say ham because fuck ham. But honestly, I would probably go with rolls because rolls are usually kind of dry. Usually, rolls are kind of dry and shitty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Unless you do the crescent rolls, like the Pillsbury crescent rolls, and those. Oh, those are good. Those, those are, are keepers. Good. But like the actual rolls that you just buy, or Kings Hawaiian, those are good too. Kings Hawaiian yeah. are good too, but I think you know. <laughs> The nice thing about rolls is soaking them up. I, I think Matt does have a point about the gravy, to be honest, because I do like to saturate everything in gravy um, on, 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 on Thanksgiving dinner, just not the cranberry sauce with those delicious red chunks um, of just globby goodness. <laughs> but anyways, there's... Um, <laughs> There's, um, um, I completely lost, um, well, back to the gravy, back to the gravy, gravy, gravy. Oh man. God. So I think Matt does have a point there. Um, I don't think he does. And I, I'll tell you why really? if you, if you cook the Turkey, cause let's just be real. What do you slather gravy with the Turkey? If the Turkey's dry as hell, you slather it with gravy. That's true. If you cook the Turkey properly, like I've, I've perfected this. It is moist, it is juicy, it, it falls off the bone, it is the perfect turkey. You do not need gravy if you know how to properly cook a turkey. And to properly cook a turkey, I'll give you the Chirac recipe right here. To properly cook a turkey, first you spatchcock it. First, when you spatchcock it, no, that does not mean what you think it means, I said. You cut out the backbone and you flatten it. That means the thighs and the legs and the breasts all cook evenly, Okay. So everything doesn't, everything's all moist and doesn't dry out. Then you brine it. You get a good brine. You do a uh, half a cup of salt, full, full cup of sugar, half a cup of brown sugar, and then whatever the hell else you want to put in there, oranges, apples, celery, soy sauce, whatever. Throw all that in there. Let it brine for 24 hours. Take it out. Pat it dry. Rinse it dry and pat it dry. Let it sit in the refrigerator overnight so the skin dries up, so you get that crispy skin. Then what you do is you season the top and bottom, spray it with cooking spray so it sticks, inject it with a butter and chicken broth mixture into the breast, thighs, everything. And then you put it on your trusty smoker and let it cook till it gets to 160. And you got yourself a very moist and juicy and flavorful turkey. That's all that's needed. And if you don't have a smoker, you can still use the oven. If you've got a regular grill, you can use the grill. But honestly, cook to temp, not to time. That's another mistake that people make. Do not cook to time. Cook to temp. You get to 160. Right. Get a very get a twenty dollar wireless probe. 
put it in the breast. When it alerts you at 160, take it out. You got a good turkey. It's not dry. It's delicious. You have a moist turkey, and you're going to have a happy Thanksgiving, and you do not need to slather it in gravy, Matt. So that's you my know, take. You point about the gravy, because you know what? I would think that normally gravy would be like his employee's food. That wouldn't be what he would eat. Just slop, gruel. That's just a slop in the barn, exactly. So that that, that actually surprises me. It's like uh, the I mean, gruel that Homer Simpson ate, and then he just kept eating it because he thought it was so good. <laughs> we are playing really inside baseball now. Oh, we are, yeah. We're, we're swinging for the fences at this point. All right, well, uh, Dennis, you're the one that posted this on here. I'm sure your take is going to be just as hot. Okay, well, I, I guess... I was impressed with how Adam from memory was able to just say, this is the recipe you need to have that's going to change your life. So well played, sir. Yes. As far as mine, I was going back and forth for a while because, and I gave Matt and Dustin a little bit of a hard time about this because they were talking about green bean casserole and how great it is. And I just, I don't know. I've never really had a really good version of it. So I'm not Mm -hmm. that attached to it. So my inclination was to say, Eh, green bean casserole, get it out of here. But Adam made what I thought was a really compelling point, and I realized I don't really do a lot when it comes to having ham at Thanksgiving because I feel like the turkey's kind of the centerpiece mm-hmm. of it all, and the ham is it's a, it's a side, it's sort of just a, a, a nice side addition, it's like a side quest, the side quest of dinners, yeah. <laughs> dinner plates, right? So Optional I'm going to go with ham. Okay. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Alhamdulillah, brother. So, yeah. Alhamdulillah, brother. May Allah bless you. Oh, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. That's good to know. Well, and, another and, one in the fold. And you're right. It's kind of overkill because you have the turkey. Why? I I don't. Who is going to reach? If you got a good turkey, who's going to reach over a turkey to get a piece of ham? I'm not. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Um, here's the thing about the green bean casserole, though. I like it. I actually like it a lot. I could see why people don't, though. I can kind of understand that yeah. because if you really break it down by what it really is, it's really just canned green beans with cream of mushroom soup and some crunchy onions. Let's just be real. I yeah. like all those things. I think it's really good. And if you doctor it up a little bit, you use half and half instead of milk. You put some. That's a great uh, idea. You put yeah. uh, bacon bits in there and uh, part of the crust, and you you triple you triple the crispy onions. Oh, yeah. You do a whole can of onions in the mixture, and then you do a whole can of onions on top of it when you bake it for the last five minutes with the bacon. Bacon mixed into the mixture, and then bacon on top, and you got yourself a pretty good creamy green bean casserole. Matt swears up and down that you should use um, like the the whole green beans, like like in the bag, or if like you get them fresh in the in, like the produce department. Probably better fresh. Well, he's probably right. It's probably better fresh. I, but I mean, if 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 it's cooked properly and mixed properly, I, I I mean, canned is fine. Just get the French cut canned beans, and you're fine. I mean, because see, here's this is another thing that you run a risk of. If you get the frozen uh, green beans in the bag, you run the risk of all that moisture from the frozenness to come out into the mixture, yeah. and it waters it down. You see. That's yeah, why right. they, that's why they say use cans because then you can drain it and let them sit there for a little bit and then boom you got the perfect green beans makes a lot of sense yeah I mean fucking the, master chef Adam man that I dude when you <laughs> when you got a wife that works twelve hours and you got to feed now three kids essentially you kind of learn how to cook at times so that's wait, kind of been three kids how how wait, how are you f- oh wait of course my, yeah my foreign exchange yeah yeah yeah, yeah. First literally the thing that we were talking about earlier. The, the oh, whole right. the whole reason why we extended the LA trip to what it was was for her. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, that. I, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there we go. Catch up. There we go. Good job, I said. Um, but yeah, that's no Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's great. I love Thanksgiving. It's to me, it is the perfect holiday. We celebrate gluttony and we celebrate sloth by watching football games all day. What is better than that? Nothing in my, at least in my humble opinion. I know you guys are big football watchers, but in my opinion, you cannot have a better holiday. And, and it makes Christmas that much better because not only is there football on Christmas now, the Niners are playing on Christmas. Thumbs up, skis. Let's hope they win. Brock Purdy, love you. Um, so, yes, Thanksgiving come and gone, but it's never forgotten. I love Thanksgiving. All right, gentlemen, we uh, obviously used to do a gaming podcast called the Gaming Marathon. I think we'd be remiss to say if we didn't talk about a little bit of gaming uh, going on at this point in time. Uh, I am so overwhelmed with the amount of games that I have to play. I finally beat Spider-Man 2, and I got the Platinum for it. Another excellent edition of that franchise. Can't wait for Spider-Man 3. And I know Insomniac is also wor working on uh, the Wolverine game, and I know that is going to be balls to the wall. I can't wait to play that. Um, but on top of it, I am going to pull up my Steam app right here, and I am going to just go step-by-step step of what I purchased during the recent Steam oh autumn God. sale. And I, shit you not, I went ham. And um, oh. I'm actually, actually here, I'm going to go to library, and then I'm going to go to recent. Okay, <laughs> you guys ready for this? Here we go. No. Okay, Diablo 4, Pac-Man World Repacked. High on Life, Destroy All Humans 2 Repro, Baldur's Gate 3, Sunset Overdrive, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, The Outer Worlds, Titan Quest Anniversary Edition, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Lockdown, Star Wars Squadrons, Watch Dogs Legion, Halo Infinite, Gears Tactics 13, Halo Wars Definitive Edition, Dead Space 2023, Days Gone, Starfield, Call of Duty 2003, the original, Half-Life Source, Crisis 1, 2, and 3 Remastered, Gears 5, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intergrod, Chord Kids 64, that's like an indie game, Outer Wilds, Godfall, Stalker Clear Side, and Shadow of Chernobyl, SteamWorld Heist, Blair Witch, SteamWorld Dig, Doom, Duke Nukem 3D, 20th Anniversary World Tour, Castlevania Anniversary Collection, Thief Gold, Thief 2, The Metal Age, Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters the Video Game Remastered, Contra Anniversary Collection, Fear 1, 2, and 3, uh, nice. Laura, Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light, Laura Croft or Tomb Raider Chronicles, Tomb Raider The Last Revelation, Back for Blood, Tomb Raider 6, The Angel of Darkness, Tomb Raider Underworld, and that's it. So Jesus Christ, I went ham, dude. <laughs> I went ham because <laughs> yeah, that's like almost You're thirty. Never games. gonna play those, man. You're I never, never gonna fucking play those. Never. Well, I mean, if you see behind me, you see all the retro shit I bought too over the years, the last couple yeah. of years. The nice I mean, thing is, at least you own those things physically, you know. Yeah. Although still, I think I, th I think Steam is legit. I, I would trust Steam. With yeah, me, I'm, I'm not worried about Steam. Else. But but you know, man. That's nuts, man. Yeah, I kind of had some good ones in there, though. You had some good ones you listed in there. Um, I think um, sounds like a solid haul. You know what? A lot of them, though, were under a dollar. So cool. I, I, it's the only ones that I really I think I spent more than 30 or 40 dollars. Obviously, were the new ones like Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo. Um, what was the other big one that I bought? Oh, um, Starfield. Uh, I mean, I did buy some big money games, but the rest of them were like three, three, four or five bucks. Some of them were under a dollar. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know what? I've been neglecting oh. my PC lately. I recently upgraded it. I'm going to enjoy and actually get return on my investment here. 
So I'm definitely all in on Steam and uh, PC gaming at this point in time. Um, I think what kind of irked me about Sony is the fact they have the audacity to do a remaster of The Last of Us Part Two. That's insane. That shit's insane, dude. A game that's like what three I years old? I can't believe that. Like, yeah, what, seriously. What the hell? Like, come on. That's just stupid. That is so dumb in my eyes. And you know what? What's crazy too is that uh, the PS4 version of The Last of Us Two looks incredible. It doesn't need a remaster in the slightest. So I, I don't, it. Sony is just Mr. Cash Grab right now. But so the last of us two didn't come out on PS5. That was, oh, that's right. It was just it right didn't. at the end of the PS4, right? Very end of the PS4. Much like the first last of us. It was the very end of the right. PS3. Oh, that's such a, that was just a few years ago. Man, that's ridiculous, dude. But it's fully backwards compatible with PS5. So what, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just a cash. That's just total cash grab. Yeah. So I'm, that's, that's just ridiculous. Certainly not. Uh, Cashless. Yeah, it's the cash of us. That's there we go. Show title right there. Um, I am just I, I have all these games. You're right. I'm never going to play them all. I never will play them all. But I'm going to collect them. You never in, know. One day you might. Monday you might. You never know. Yeah, and it was just nice the other day. I had I was playing 13, and I was just like, God, it's been a while since I played a first person shooter on PC, and just how freaking fun it is. Um, oh, yeah. So it was just it was nice to just kind of get back into that. So. Um, so I beat Spider-Man. I am actually working. I'm playing a lot of switch games right now. Actually, I'm working on, uh, Mario RPG, the remake for that playing through that one of the classics and then super Mario brothers wonder. And then I will probably dive in on Starfield after this and play that either Starfield or Baldur's gate. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of going back and forth. Both, um, Starfield seems pretty mid as far as I can tell. Um, but definitely I could see it being the fun thing with those Bethesda games are kind of just fun to just mindlessly play, mm-hmm. just roam around, shoot shit, collect get, loot. You know, like there's not a lot to them, but they are they do scratch that itch really well. I think. Yeah, I figured like, it, it, it makes it sense why they're so popular. Um, um, but Baldur's Gate, um, <laughs> I, I'm about 80 hours deep in that game, and apparently I'm not even halfway through it, which is kind of insane. Like I, w- I know you're talking about like, oh, is it too daunting? Is it way too in depth with RPG stuff? I don't think it is. It's more, it's kind of just like, it's such a long fucking huge game with so many side quests, details, things to pay attention to. And the, it can be sometimes a lot of like inventory management shit. Things just get overwhelming. Like if you're one of those people who has to pick up everything you find, like you're just, it just becomes absolute chaos uh, managing all your parties, inventory and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, um, go ahead. I was to say that reminds me a lot of Morrowind. Like the first time I played Morrowind, it was like yeah, Morrowind's definitely a lot of that. I, I would say everything. it's not. Yeah, yeah, Morrowind, um, Oblivion, Skyrim. Yeah, I think, uh, but you just there's there's you, you you can do that. It's just a nightmare to organize it, and then it's just kind of a lot of clicking and dragging shit around. Yeah. But like the story and the characters are so well done. I actually like it not to just to be like a um, a um, deviant. But I like that it's kind of like a horny little kind of game because like it, ta- it, it, it kind of tackles sex and relationships in a fun kind of just positive way. And it's nice just seeing that kind of like as like an adult entertainment, you know, without being like, it's not like it's porn. It's not like it's some, it's not like it's like total, you know, schlock. It's, it's really well done. It's really well done. And all the characters and all the relationships are really well done. You'll see you, you, everyone who plays it usually has like a couple of characters. They just kind of just immediately start crushing on and you just can't help it. And that definitely happened to be hard. You know, and you're just like, Oh no, now I got to romance them. You know, and it, it, it's fun. The writing and the characters are so great. It really sucks you in super, super incredibly immersive game. 
Um, really recommend it. And just the ways you can affect the story with your actions, it, they really thought through every little detail. And if you like turn-based combat, it's great. Just the amount of things you can do. Like, for example, I found a way to, like, um, uh, I had to, like, sneak a character through a gap, so I transformed myself into a rat and climbed, uh, went through the hole. You know, um, um, I'm trying to think of more examples. Like, all kind of elemental stuff that like you can, like, freeze the ground. The enemies will slip and fall off an edge. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have this exploit where they're beating one of the endgame bosses just by getting them to a ledge and just kicking them off a ledge. Oh, <laughs> and God. just kills them instantly. So it's like, there's lots of interesting ways you can um, um, uh, do the combat encounters. It's a great game. A, but a, a truly epic game. I would be sure. I don't Did they do the game awards already? It's coming. I, I, I think it's coming up. I don't think. Oh, it, it's, I, don't it's, think it's I think it's next month. Yeah, but yeah. I'll be bummed if Baldur's Gate doesn't get it because I think it's the best gamers game of the year for sure. And the combat's like, uh, turn based. Yeah, yeah, it's turn based. One hundred percent turn based. It's yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a it's a lot of fun, um, and it's honestly like not super challenging, and it's got a bunch of difficulty options. So like sometimes there are a few times I just turn the difficulty down. Like I just want to get through the story. I don't really yeah. care about like that's kind of like that's kind of like what I want to do. I kind of want you can totally do that. And still have a great time. It's still it's still a lot of fun. Um, um, just seeing the characters and the story and how everything progresses. Just the writing is so great. So refreshing to hear characters that actually have something interesting to say. Really interesting overarching plot and narrative. Just great, great game. I think deserves all the hype, one hundred percent. Yeah, I just heard how deep it is. Like every, like everything is intricated out to its like finest detail. Like the dialogue. Yeah, like you can put a candle building. on the ground. You can put a candle on the ground, and you have an archer. You could dip your arrow into the candle flame, and then you have a fire arrow. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, so you might get really into it. I, I think you. I mean, well, you bought it, so yeah, that's fine. It so I might as well go with it. You know. Oh <laughs> boy, damn. that's like I was, it was a big haul, and then yeah, we'll we'll definitely get into it over this uh, Christmas break for sure. Uh, Dennis, my friend, uh, you have a question about an MMO. I want to hear this. Yeah, I was just wondering, are there any good ones that are out there that are worth looking into? Because I'd be interested in starting up again once things eventually slow down, but uh, I, I'm not. I haven't really kept too in touch or in tune with what's been coming out. So I figured I'd ask in this space to see if anything comes to mind. I mean, to be honest, like still, even after almost 20 years, I, I just don't know how you can top World of Warcraft. I mean, especially now that they've added all the classic uh, content, you can go back and do the classic servers and all that. Um, it just to me. Because the only other one that comes close is um, Final Fantasy fourteen. That's the other big MMO. And then, I, well, Elder Scrolls Online. I guess that's another one that's um, really still pretty big. And they, they regularly update it with uh, new content and whatnot. Um, I just know that f- I've played all three of those. Matt loves uh, Final Fantasy. I've always been a big World of Warcraft guy. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, I played for a little bit. And that was a lot of fun. Um, really, I just, I, I mean, it's, it's cliche, but I mean, you go with, go with the winner and that's, I think world of Warcraft. I mean, you'll have the most fun and I think it's actually the most effective use of your time when it comes to an MMO, because yeah, you still have to pay the 15 a month, but you do level up pretty quickly. It's easy to get into raids. It's easy to get into, um, instances and, um, you can get, you can get gear relatively regularly in that game. So if that was something that you wanted to go all in on. Um, certainly it would probably be World of Warcraft. Um, I haven't played, uh, Final Fantasy 14 in a hot second. I'm sure Matt can give you all the info that you can ask for with that. 
Um, and then Elder Scrolls Online, I own, but it's free to play anyway. So it's, I mean, you, you could try it out on your own accord if you wanted to see if that was a way to go. Um, MMO Lite, I know Destiny's still kind of a thing. Um, there's Dauntless, I know that we played that for a little bit. Um, and then, of course, Warframe. Um, I wouldn't call those MMOs per se, but they are a persistent online type of game. Um, but yeah, if you wanted to go full blown MMO universe, I, I, my, my pick would be world of Warcraft. Dude, you know, I'm glad you mentioned Dauntless because I know you guys got way into Dauntless and I thought it was okay, but then I discovered monster hunter. Mm -hmm. And if you want to play a grindy game, Dennis, monster hunter is fucking awesome. Monster Monster hunter world, super grindy. You can easily spend hundreds and hundreds of hours just grinding out content, getting the best armor and loot. And it is one of the most fun fucking best design games I've ever played. Monster Hunter World. Like, that to me is like one of the top 10 games from that generate last generation. Monster Hunter World. I would give that a game of 10. For Not sure. even kidding. Monster Hunter World. You never even played it, Adam. It's, I like, played, no, I I played Monster I played Monster Hunter. Not World, but I've played, I played Monster Hunter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. But um, holy shit, Dennis. Fantastic fucking game. And the Iceborne DLC, it's pretty, it's pretty cheap these days. I will gladly get down with you anytime playing Monster Hunter. It's fucking awesome. In fact, I think I have that on Steam. Let me see if I... Oh, man, that would be great. Because it's such a great co-op game. And it's just really fun teaming up with your buddies to take down the monster. It's great. It's seriously great. I'm looking now. Let me see. My 500 Steam games that I have. Sure. If I don't don't have it here, I might have it on the Epic launcher. I'll have to... I'll look later if I do or not. Like you're saying, though, it's... Probably sure, but it's because even though it's not strictly an MMO, Dennis, it really is plays like one. Like you're just going on missions, getting loot, getting collectible, getting materials to craft shit over and over. Like that, it's really just that. Um, but you can get a lot out of it. Um, definitely recommend it. Sounds great. Yeah, thanks for the recommendations, Dennis. Anything, anything else in the world of gaming for you, Dennis? Or are you still balls in with uh, Doctor getting? Yeah, not. I have to I have to think ahead to probably late spring, early summer. It's just mm. I'm at a point now where I'm just like I can't I can't bury myself into it because otherwise it'll it won't be good. So I'm just kind of planning ahead on terms of all right, what happens when I actually do have a spare hour here and there to to do it. See, you have an advantage over me in particular because you don't have children to pull you away from that. So once once you get your doctorate and you're set for life for the rest of your life. Then you've got the freedom of, you know, you go out to dinner with, with your wife, have a good evening, and then she goes to bed, and you're like, all right, it's MMO time. So you've got that freedom. I wish I had it at times. It's true. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, especially because now I didn't realize it. It's sort of like how you don't know what you have until it's gone, like mm. that, that old 80s song. It's sort of, that's what the last couple of years has been, is that... Exactly, sing it us. It sounds like a good Piscasm track. Hey, anyway. parking lot. <laughs> is that Warren or Cinderella? I can't remember. Don't know what it's got till you gone. I can't remember who sings that, but that's a great. I can't remember either. Yeah, it's Warren or Cinderella yeah, or one of those eighty bands. I can't remember. Uh, but no, it's true. Like once you uh, once you lose something for a while, you realize you forget how great it is until you go back to it. So that's the uh, always the challenge of growing up revisiting things balancing that nostalgia equilibrium while trying to get some sort of enjoyment and on this spinning rock called earth um that's really the objective here um but right on yeah mmos definitely world of warcraft can't go wrong um 
we got a few minutes left. Let's jump ahead to um, our last little topic here. What new music genres have you discovered thanks to the internet? Dennis, go ahead and take point on this one because this is something that you wanted to bring up, and we'll see what we can riff off here. Okay, and I would just say that the internet's cool in that you can discover a lot of stuff and and stuff that you may not have otherwise had a chance to check out. So it got me thinking, what's some stuff that I've gotten to check out on the internet just through music that I otherwise never would have listened to? So Synthwave immediately came to mind because that's just completely out of any sort of space that I would otherwise be listening to. And us, I know you've you've had a chance to do a lot of dabbling there. So that was one thing. But then also Lo-Fi really got into that over, especially at the height of the pandemic, it seemed to be kind of a big thing. And in the time since, I've still continued to listen to quite a lot of it. And so, so those are two ones that came to mind for me. And it, it's just a testament to how creative folks can be when it comes to just developing these new micro genres. So anyway, that's what came to mind to me. But I didn't know if there were any music styles or even musicians, I'd say, that each of you really got into other than Piscasm. No, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. But Usid, go ahead. What say you? Well, definitely, definitely not Pissgasm because like I've always been into metal, so it's like not like a new thing at all. But yeah, it's inter- that, that's really cool, Dennis. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally with you on like the 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 synthwave stuff too. That's fucking awesome. Uh, I guess for me, I've just been um, um, I've been like I've been going to like punk shows, and I was never big into punk. I was always a metalhead, not into punk. But um, there's a lot of hot chicks at these punk shows, and they're like super cool, <laughs> and like go. everyone just kind of like is like. Everyone's just super nice. Like metalheads are kind of like Ugh. they're kind of just like they're all nice and cuddly deep down, but they're kind of like Ugh, on the surface. Punk people are kind of just chiller and like, oh, what the fuck ever, let's just hang out and be cool, you know? They're like, um, so it's a good scene. I've been enjoying a lot more. It's kind of just like, um, but but um, also I've been trying to get more into like R and B and reggae kind of stuff, just because I'm really enjoying like some of those kind of like slower, chiller beats. Um, um, part of it is my sister. She's really big into like. Um, what was she playing for me? Like lots of like Rick James. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, Rick there you go. James. Super freaking baby. Pretty good. And then um um Stevie Wonder, mm. some of that old school shit. Um I really dig it. Um and just a different kind of vibe for me. Um but I like it. Yeah, I, my 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 sister works at a dispensary in Oakland and she said all they play on the radio is just hip hop and R and B. Like that's it. Well, of like, course they do. I mean come on, the clientele. I mean, come on, what you guys. What are, you, what, are you, what are you trying to say here? What do you mean? What do you think I mean? What do you think potheads listen to? I, I listen to reggae, rap, and R&B. What, what, what are you trying to say, Adam? I'm saying that potheads like reggae, rap, and R&B. That's what I'm saying. So, of course, they're I, going to do, play that. You're right. You're I, right. They do. Yeah. I mean, I, come on. What, I don't know what conclusions you're trying to jump to, us. At, I, I'm I just trying know. to add to the conversation. Saying. See? You're in an argument you can't win. See, I just shouldn't smoke as much weed. <laughs> I really need to smoke less weed. Oh, Dennis God. is like nodding his head, just like fucking God. You damn. know what? <laughs> to your credit, to to your credit, you always say, "Oh, I shouldn't smoke," or "I smoke too much." Any time that we have done a show and you say that you're inebriated, you always have carried yourself very well. You've never gone off track. You've never really destroyed the show in any way, no matter what Aaron says about that. You've always been able to hold your own in a conversation. So you got to give yourself a little more credit than that. Come on now. 
He can't. I'm just looking at the Dennis is like the whole time. He's like, no, I cannot be the only one that notices that. Like, well, he, no, no, I can be. I can be eloquent when I am inebriated. That is certainly true, but certainly not consistently. <laughs> I didn't say consistently. I just said when the time comes, you can do it. You can get it done. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dennis doesn't believe it. He's not buying my my bill of goods that I'm trying to I'll sell. I'll just here. go ahead, cut, cut, knock it off. I mean, okay, uh, it does have he he's split normally between being completely lucid and and highly and very thoughtful, and then he'll pull out a skull and just spend 20 minutes insulting us both. But that's so, the bit. So that's the little, bit. Though. It's a little of both worlds. Yes, oh, I still have that okay. fucking skull. He'll he'll have, he'll make an appearance next episode. Oh, I'm Definitely. sure he will. I can't wait. Awesome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know the one thing but I say the only hilarious though. The only always time hilarious. the only time that he was ever like so out of it that he couldn't keep up is when we do we were doing those bonus shows. Remember that after we would do our long game stream sessions and then we would we watch like infomercials or oh, some yeah. shit. And then he uh-huh. just he was just obliterated and <laughs> wanted to watch more of the magic bullet. Remember that? You were like, oh, oh, yeah. I want to see the magic bullet. And we, I just lost my mind when I heard that. Um, so, no, it, it, you know, it's just everybody has a different way of going about doing a show like this. And that's us. It's way and it works. Um, as far course, as there was also the lost episode, too. Oh, my. Everyone. Well, hey, and oh, also in his defense, though, in his defense, we were all fucked. We were all out of it. So we can't fully just put the blame on him me especially like i was whoosh, i was in a whole another dimension i declined to be lumped into a lot of you y'all were on planet mars oh dude i was enjoying it quite a lot but i was in yeah, the i was right. in the gamma was really i was in the gamma quadrant with all the <laughs> and oh god i was out of it dude i haven't we didn't even restart the intro like twice <laughs> oh i'm sure we did but we do that sober too so what's the difference Wait, 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 we did that last time we did a show. Oh um, my god! In terms of uh, my response to this question, I, I, this is not a new genre by any stretch of the imagination. But I have gotten into this over the past couple of years. I am such a hair metal band now. I'm in, so into hair metal right now. I love Dawkins. I listen to um, Quiet Riot a lot. Nice. I, I, I'm into Cinderella, uh, Rat, like all of Poison. All oh, of these, Rat's awesome. All of these hair metal bands that like I don't think I ever would have listened to as a kid. Now I that's on my Sirius XM dial. I'm always on Hair Nation. Like I always have I always start off there. And if it's a particularly like really kind of meh song, I, I switch it to Ozzy's Boneyard, which is more of the same, but a little more heavier. Um you know what's funny? Unpopular opinion probably was some. I'm not big on Guns N' Roses. I'm not yeah. big. I'm not big on them. I think Axel's voice is kind of annoying. I like Slash. I think Slash is a great guitarist, Slash but but I just I'm not a big Guns N' Roses guy. I'm huge on Ozzy and Black Sabbath. I love like I was saying, Rat and Cinderella and and Dawkins and all them. Um, but I it just Guns N' Roses. I just cannot really get into. I don't think I'd call them hair metal anyway. I don't think. Well, I guess you weren't necessarily saying they're hair metal. Not yeah, ne- not necessarily, but yeah. 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 Let's talk. Let's let you gone there. Let's talk controversy. I'm gonna put another name out there where I just go, eh, overrated. Bon Jovi. Yeah, that? I agree. Couple songs. I love. I love. Couple songs, okay, but overall, yeah. meh. You know, I would, I'd say like living on a prayer, and what's the other one? Fucking um, wanted dead or alive. 
One, Dead or Alive are classics, but like the rest, I'm like, I don't, couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, honestly. I'm not, not big on them. Yeah. I would rather, this might really expose me as a douche, but I would rather listen to Journey over Bon Jovi if I was, if I had oh, my yeah. Journey, you, can't <laughs> hate on, you, can't, you can't hate on Journey. They kind of have that vibe, though, you know what I'm saying? Like Steve Perry and all them, they kind of have that, like, almost not girly vibe to them, but almost kind of overly sensitive, I guess. Kind of like Journey's, Yeah, you could say that, I guess, yeah. yeah. Winger's another one of those bands where I kind of like, but they're also kind of like definitely over hypersensitive, you know, so I wouldn't really go all in on them. Uh, but no. Journey for me, it's just kind of like pure motivation, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. Like, like that's why I think Journey's awesome, but yeah. Journey's not like, yeah, I don't know. It, it just depends. It's almost kind of like you have to be in a different mood. Uh, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band is another good one, too. They're not, they're not really, they're not hair metal, but I, I Bob Seger's solid. What about Molly Crew? You like Molly Crew? I like Molly Crew. I could I could dig with the Scorpions. Them sure. The Scorpions are one of my favorite Scorpions. Hair metal bands. Yeah, Scorpions I've been on Scorpions. Rock. Yeah, I'm I'm just into hair metal lately. It's just weird. I don't know why. It's just something that I've kind of clicked with, and I just realized even like Van Halen and Van Hagar, like both of them. Oh hell like, yeah, dude! Like I I lean a little more towards Van Hagar, but uh, Van Halen as a whole is just outstanding. So not not a new genre that I discovered in the slightest, but it's one that I'm really into lately. Um, and I'm sure that'll be brought up in many, many more uh, episodes of this Hell Chat that we continue to do. Gentlemen, anything else? Any other parting words before we put a wrap on episode two? Going once. Going twice. Repeat every day. There you go. Well, of course. Well, that, that's hip-hop. There you go. Now we're back into it, though. Um, music. No, I, say that I don't like hip-hop. <laughs> Have you ever listened to the Emancipation? back. Have you ever listened to the Emancipation Proclamation? Oh, I don't listen to hip-hop. I don't listen to hip-hop. <laughs> Always a good throwback. All right. Well, thank you once again, everybody that has uh, taken us into your iPods, iPhones, Android phones, whatever, to listen to this little show. If you watch us on Twitch, thank you very much. Subscribe to us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thehellchat, youtube.com slash at thehellchat. I don't know why they do that. That's so weird. Hellchat.wtf. And, of course, follow us on all social media platforms x at the hell chat and facebook find us on the hell chat group we're on there thank you once again to everybody that has listened supported us throughout all these years whether it's been the gaming marathon the hell chat whatever it may be thank you very very much for us at syed and dennis the cynic this is adam Sharrock. have a great rest of your week and we'll see you when we see you peace out